Welcome everyone to the Press Conference Podcast. Steve, you're speaking with Dave here and we've got... Uh, Philip, hello. How's it going, man? Good. I, um, it still feels weird that we're recording this, even though we did try it once before and it didn't quite work out. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm still just as nervous. Yeah, take two's just as nervous for me, so we'll um, see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so what was your last spin? Last thing I listened to was uh, the Olivia Rodrigo album, um, old cover. Um, very happy to to get that. So um, I love that album. I know it's a bit, it's a bit poppy, a bit maybe a bit tacky, a bit gimmicky, but no, loved it. So um, yeah, gave it some good airtime. Oh, stick! Uh, I listened to some boy set. I listened to some boy sets fire their first EP. Yeah, nice. I've had that for a little while, but I've been on a bit of a political punk kind of run this week and yeah, um I, yeah i, I think political I'd punk as far one. as i go would be anti-flag um i haven't listened to much else from that that time um i might need to check out boy set fire because i know a lot of people like them mate you'd love rookie rookie's like the best post-hardcore song you probably ever i'll have to check it out we'll have to cue that one up yeah definitely anyway um Let's talk about this podcast. So, like, um, you and I talk music, talk backgrounds and and collecting, so we thought we'd put uh, put it down into into the airwaves so someone could listen to it, maybe a couple of people. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we, last year through, through lockdown, we spoke a lot together, you know, when we met, um, playing a lot of video games, mm-hmm. sharing a lot of similar music, but also different music, and... Um, obviously we have a lot of opinions and a lot of thoughts on, on why we like certain music and, and what for and you know not that anyone really probably cares too much but I think um, it's good to just kind of talk about it and put it out there and maybe other people share similar thoughts on things definitely yeah I feel the same way I think we um, we really have some good constructive chats that I think other people could weigh in on as well yeah, definitely. And um, I really like to- getting those conversations going, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Like it's just, it's it's good. It gets you thinking. It gets you interested in other music because you hear people's passion, and um, and it translates through through to, to to your listening. So just like Dance Gavin Dance, I wasn't really a big fan. Still not really a big fan, but I gave him another <laughs> shot because. <laughs> all you guys still like really enjoy it and there's got to be a reason why so that's the kind of stuff that uh that really helped me get yeah, open my eyes and broaden my horizons to a lot of different music this year no and i think there are so many bands that you know you and other people we've spoken to and met over the last year uh introduced me to or reintroduced me to that i listened to more than what i was probably listening to a year ago as well so I think um, all those conversations have, have been good for me to, to what I'm listening to, but also I think, yeah, like we mentioned, other people. Um, and I think one other thing that we've spoken about, about why I wanted to do this was just to do something. I think I'm a bit, um, I get a bit restless and, and not that I'm an overly creative person or, or anything like that, but I think just putting something out in the world is something that I've always wanted to do, I guess, in a way. Um, and I think this is just maybe something something like that. Yeah, definitely. I'm the same too. I'm trying to do lots of different stuff. So, like, uh, being creative, yeah, isn't really natural to me. But um, 
yeah, definitely just doing this as a creative outlet makes sense and kind of been planning to try and do something like this for a while and now it's coming to fruition. Yeah, love it. All right, so um, how did you uh, get into music? What was like the first, your first memories of music? So I think what got me into music, especially probably more alternative music, uh, my dad loved The Cure and my whole life that was just always around um, all the time. I just fell in love with it. You know, always want to kind of look up to your dad uh, in that regard. And yep. yeah, I just fell in love with it. And then as I got older and older, you know, they, they sing about a lot of stuff that a lot of emo bands are still singing about today. And I think it just kind of <laughs> kind of stuck with me. And then the older I got, and especially through the early 2000s, you know, emo was kind of taking off. Um, you know, My Chemical Romance, right. still my favorite band today. Um, you know, I think that just kind of, it kind of sucked me in and I kind of stayed around. And then, you know, through that, I found heavier and heavier music and, um, a lot of going to lo- a lot of local shows and seeing bands like that. And I think that's kind of just, I just live and breathe music now in kind of every way. Um, always going to shows, always having music on like a lot of people do. So yeah, always, it kind of goes back to the parents. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. My parents always had music on. Um, mum loves Dean Martin and dad just liked whatever's really on the radio, basically a lot of Billy Idol, um, yeah. Pop Gun soundtrack. I thought that was like the heaviest of the heavy <laughs> music when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> like nice. absolutely flogged Danger Zone till like I reckon we wrecked the CD. Yeah, I, I love that. Gone. So keen for the um, second movie. But then, though. yeah, yeah, so so keen. Um, the other person who really got me into music was an older cousin that I had, and he went to like the Warp Tours and stuff. He's a few years older than me. Yeah, cool. And he made a, made like a mixtape, and wrote all the song names, through like pictures in the, in the liner and all that kind of stuff. And I cherish that thing, and I still That's love cool. all those music, those bands now, like, Blink, Pennywise, um, yeah, it's heaps pulley stuff like that. So yeah. it's really cool to kind of look back on those memories fondly. Yeah, I think uh, mixtapes are definitely one of the best things that happened. Um, you know, like 20 years ago, right? Especially with, um, um, I remember going through CDs when I was a kid and it it might've just been a pop, like top 20 or whatever those CDs were called so fresh back in the day and, you know, get, getting to the Blink-182 song and being like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Um, and then, you know, the big day out, um, mixes would come out, the hottest 100 CDs would come out. Um, Soundwave did CDs there for a minute as well. And I think... Yeah, the amount of bands I found just through those alone. Um, yeah, so grateful for that. They need to do more things like that these days for alternative yeah. music. The art, the art of uh, a mixer, like a, a mix playlist or something like that, is kind of lost now through Spotify and streaming services. But oh, even like samplers, right. uh, Spotify is probably yeah. I mean, typical coming from me, I use Apple Music, so I'm not really a playlist person. I probably should look at getting into more playlists because maybe then I wouldn't be complaining about the lack of CDs out there <laughs> yeah well that's the thing you can pick up a playlist but it's not the same you're not going through the list you just press random you just skip whatever you want like I know you can do that with CDs but I think it's really cool that you can look at it that's why we like vinyl as well so you can look at it you go through the liners you pick apart the bands and all that kind of stuff where well, you can't really yeah. do that with Spotify 
They were always on the move anyway, so... I, I hate really to sound like... I hate to sound like kind of like an old person, but I just don't know how to use Spotify to save my life. It is just the most confusing app. And I just don't understand if you add an artist to your, like, an album, where does it, I don't understand where it goes, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> nah. That's all good. That's all right. You, you're young. Spotify is built for the boomers, I think. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, and I guess through all that, you know, talking about, you know, the local scene back in the day, what was your local scene like in, like, your early days of going to shows and finding music for yourself? Our local scene was really cool. Like, we had, um, like, freezer run events, like you would have, like, battle yeah. bands. But we had some pretty good pretty good acts come out of our area. So we had, like, uh, the Getaway Plan, uh, Kiss JC, um, Carpathian, some of the guys came from, like, Frankston area, yep. pretty sure. We had them playing, like, local shows all the time. And we had the Summy Mechanics Hall. Uh, Kiss JC played at our high school, like three times I think that's like so cool once for like a skate a skate competition that's so cool and, played and, and um yeah so we just spent a lot of time there and then we ventured into the city when we were old enough and just like spending nights at um what's Max Max Watts now uh that was like the Metro oh, the I'm high sure. oh it was a high five bar yeah the high five bar and then the, pa- uh, the palace this is yeah. gone. Oh, that was the like palace. the best venue ever. Yeah, I miss the Palace There's so much. Oh, so many good bands there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just those freezer events, battle the bands. They're on Friday nights, like once a month, and we used to, we were like religiously there, and it yeah. was so cool, just so fun being part of that. And I wish some of the bands that were there were still kicking around today. Oh, it's so sad, and I think um, no, I was exactly the same, uh, but on the western suburbs of Melbourne rather than the east. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those freezer events and Battle of the Bands were, you know, all ages shows in general. It was all the time, you know, whether it be at the the Wyndham Youth Centre in Werribee, which was probably my main local, um, but then even the the Phoenix Youth Centre in Footscray, I saw so many great bands there. Yep. And I think um, that's probably where I found my love for, like, metalcore, I guess you could say, or, or even hardcore as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing bands back in the day there play like Dream on Dreamer, um, perspectives uh, played at Wyndham Youth Centre back in the day that I ended up loving. Um, oh, Hand, yeah. Hand of Mercy was probably one of the first hardcore bands that I fell in love with from that era. Um, I remember they played the EP show in, uh, at Wyndham Youth Centre. Um, it's just not the same anymore, but yeah, don't want to sound like an old person, but I think they were just, um, I was so lucky to grow up in a time where gigs like that were happening so often. Yeah, insurance and lawyers killed that scene. It's um, it's a crazy time, and I feel for. I mean, I've, I've been seeing more all ages shows actually coming out now, so hopefully it's on the comeback. But um, yeah, for yeah, sure, no, such a it's, good time. It's what they need. It's what the kids need. They don't. They need to be getting fake IDs and trying to sneak into like adult shows and stuff. They need their own scene, and they probably need to move move the bar a little bit themselves instead of waiting for someone else to do it. Yeah, I mean, a good point, actually. But, yeah, who knows? We'll see what happens over the next few years. Hopefully, um, the mm-hmm. scene um, stays strong, even with the, the new generation coming through. Yeah, they just need one big band to follow, and they'll be right. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, so how did you get to get into vinyl collecting? Yeah, so I think um, it's 
pretty funny actually it's it's a similar story to how we met as well but um you know when when lockdown happened I, i'd had a handful of records that i did have um and i loved from some of my favorite bands uh and then lockdown happened and i you know like a lot of people we won't go to shows anymore i wasn't buying merch you know it was pretty much most of what i did and you know i, I started buying another one record here and another record there and like a lot of us we found facebook and and, and groups and uh, met a whole bunch of people selling a whole bunch of stuff and uh mm-hmm. opened my eyes to to i guess the world of vinyl and and through that you know i met you our friend john uh through one of the lockdowns put on a, a trivia with a bunch of people and you know, we still talk to a lot of those now and that's how i met you and yeah that it's really where it stemmed from uh to be completely honest and now i, I love it like i spend every day and yeah i love it what about you yeah I um I started collecting back in 2011, so I used to um I used to hit up the local JB Hi-Fi, catch a train up to there, and just spend every spare dollar on CDs. What a waste yeah, awesome. of money that seems like now, but it was awesome buying whatever was coming out, whatever looked cool on the cover, following like Victory Records releases and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, cool. Before like the like. Like, the internet was around, but the information wasn't there yeah. like it is now. So you just you just go on a label, go through the liner notes and pick some bands that you like the names of and then mm. pick up the CDs. And then when I was going there, I was always saw AFI, The Art of Drowning, up on the wall there. It was like 35 bucks. This is like 2003. That's crazy. 2003, 2004. I'm like, oh, you get that, you get that. But then... I was so intimidated about the whole turntable, amplifier, speakers and stuff yeah. because, again, the information wasn't out there. Mum and Dad didn't have one. Dad had a pretty nice CD player, so that was that was fine. Yeah. Um, and then years go past, didn't really think about it again. And then I got a full-time job, back in, like like a solid full-time job back in 20, 2011 and found internet shopping and the rest is... The rest is history. Packages yeah. coming left, right, and center. <laughs> the internet has definitely not been kind to my wallet. That is for sure. Oh yeah, it's it's just so easy. It's I just know. so easy now. You can't just pop into a shop every day and, and flick through where you just like scroll on your finger and things are popping out left, right, and center. Yeah, I agree, and I guess and someone needs to buy them. Yeah, exactly, and when we probably will. So, uh, keep keep releasing records, people, because uh, I won't stop. I, I can't stop. <laughs> it's a problem. Stop. Someone, please stop me. Um, so I guess through what's that, your, um, what? I'll go on. What's your record record tally at now? Three hundred and ninety three, I think. Um, which is Whoa. is quite scary, um, but. I've um, put my control over what I buy to you, so I will be asking you what I want to buy, <laughs> and it's up to you to to say no. But look, knowing me, I probably only know the word but... yes. Yeah. Um, but though, through all that, I guess my my question would be: uh, What was your first record? My first record was a day to remember, homesick. Oh, nice. That's the first record I bought, and I was clicking around on the victory site, and I was like, oh. 18 bucks. Yeah, let's let's give it a go. $12 shipping. Two weeks later arrived, and then I had like three hours arrived the next day. <laughs> Is that your favorite? So not much has changed. In t- 
No, not much has changed. Is that your favourite A Day to Remember record? I think so. What separates from me? What separates me from you is probably they're probably even. I think Homesick really still has good. a nostalgia for me. I remember when it came out, and it was like the perfect mix of. I don't know if were you like pop punk with like I guess hardcore or, or metalcore, whatever you want to call it, and it was just kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, and I think they were one of the first bands to do it really well with that kind of pop punk sound, which I know some people will kill me for saying that they don't remember is kind of pop punk, but they kind of are. Um, no, I, I love Definitely that. Definitely on the emo side of things, I think. Like yeah, they're very much like post hardcore slash emo adjacent. So yeah. Yeah, that album. Yeah. It was such a good time Ooh. when it came out. Awesome album. Yeah. What about yours? What was your first, first album? My first album was a Neck Deep record, Wishful Thinking, their first album, uh, that I picked up at a show back in the day. I didn't even open it for probably <laughs> five or six years after I got it, because uh, I didn't have a turntable. I didn't, I didn't know that there was going to mm-hmm. be... I didn't even know that Pretty Variants existed back then. Uh, and I was at a show, and you know, Neck Deep, one of my favorite bands, uh, I just had to buy it. And it just sat on my shelf, kind of like the artwork of it, just sitting there every day. And then I, I you know, I bought the next album, and the next album after that, and they were my first records. And yeah, they're still some of my favourite ones I have today, and they turned out to look quite pretty as well. So uh, definitely one of my favourites in my collection. Yeah, awesome. What was the last one you bought? Uh, the last record I bought. Um, I'll go to the ones that I have in hand. So the last ones I bought that I got in hand would be on the weekend, actually. I went out with my dad and uh, we went uh, to a few breweries and, and walking around Sydney. I uh, went to Cottonmouth mm-hmm. Records and, and uh, found two Record Store Day um, Wild Mood Swings and, and Blood Flowers by The Cure. And I haven't had them yet. So, oh, right. um, yeah, we bought them and, and spun them together. And, yeah, it was a great time. Kind of coming full circle, I guess. <laughs> Um, kind of how I got into music at the start so yeah no they're, they're probably two of my favourites I've picked up this year as well oh awesome yeah that's so cool that it kind of comes around full circle like that you and your dad you sit down and enjoy him. I mean it's pretty funny you know uh, he got me into The Cure but he's now listening to bands like 21 Pilots Falling in Reverse like he's hanging to see Falling in Reverse live um, at their own show because he even came to to good things and download when they came because he, he loved just oh, wow. falling in yep. reverse so I think he, yeah he's he's kind of going back in age in that regard You're showing him yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, no it's great <laughs> to have that relationship with my dad and it's even better that he's kind of liking the music that I listen to a lot as well so but yeah what about you what, what, what's your most recent pickup my most recent arrival was Storm the Sky Permanent Oh, nice, that's a great record. And that bundle that we got, the um, your Hellions Indian Summer Splatter. Yep. That looks really nice, so that's on the way to you. But yeah, I um, I missed out on that a couple of times, and it popped up on one of the Facebook groups. Really good price at like $25. Not that it's like sought after or anything, but no, it's something I've kind price. of wanted since I missed it. Yeah, yeah. and it um, sounds awesome. The... Um, yeah, it's just a bit of a throwback, throwback to the early UNFD days, and it was just a little bit more, a little bit more for the listener, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. That's a that's a very good way to put it. 
Um, there were a lot of good bands from that time. Obviously, Dream on Dreamer was still there too, and they're one of my favorite bands. So I think that was um, back when UNFD was a lot different to now. Not that I don't like them now. Um, but yeah, the stuff back then hit pretty hard. So that's good. Um, so I, I guess kind of coming back to, to what the podcast is about and is music. So I think what we'll do, I'm not sure how often we release episodes, but I'm thinking we'll do, we'll cover like an era or a band or, or, or a topic each episode, right? And kind of talk through yeah. mm-hmm. um, our thoughts on, on that time and, and what we think and try and get some other people's opinions in as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I really want to just cover the stuff we talk about usually so we'll cover a band or we'll cover like eps or like our favorite variants or stuff like that and yeah we'll chuck up some reference material up on the um up on the socials and yeah and get all that going but i thought we'd just do like a bit of an introduction of ourselves and yeah a bit of a sneak peek onto what we'll be raveling on about because there won't be much of a um there won't be much of a schedule to go on so no. it'll just be a, a good chat about whatever we want to yeah. chat about that week or that fortnight so yeah. um yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah i agree too i think it's going to be so much fun um i know there's already heaps that we've probably all penciled away that we want to talk about so i guess we'll, we'll get to that soon mm-hmm. but i guess for now uh, maybe something good to end on i guess talking about what is who's your favorite band even top three maybe even and second mm-hmm. question, what are you listening to right now? So, top three, Thursday, Touche More, and Be Well right now. So, oh, those are my well. top three. Yeah, I just cannot get enough of that band. Yeah, uh, nice. And it's just Brian McTernan's story. You can find plenty of podcasts with him talking about his backstory. He's produced probably 10 or 15 records that or albums that anyone would like. So he did early Thrice stuff, he did hot water music, you name it, he's probably done it. Probably would not surprise that me album, if we actually do our own episode on him. I could actually definitely see that happening with what he's produced. <laughs> yeah, and I cannot wait for Hello Sun. It's like two weeks away. Um, it's so good. And I'm currently listening to Radiohead, so I'm just getting... Back into Radiohead, it's one of those bands that um, I kind of let just push to the side a little bit. I don't know how and, you missed um, that. I just, I just didn't have any interest in them. And I think I was probably too too young and immature. Now I'm old and wise and need yep. to, to embrace that more pop side of rock because I listen to Cave In there compared to radiohead in so many ways and now yeah. i listen to both bands and, and it really crazy. shows a shows a lot all right so what are your top three Very bands cool. and what are you listening to at the moment yeah i think for me uh my my top three bands of all time would be my chemical romances i kind of mentioned earlier i think i can't i can't ever look past them there i always listen to mm-hmm. them um, you know, I got my first tattoo this year uh, of them, as, as many elder emos have. Uh, second would have to be Neck Deep. Um, I know they're probably still a fairly new band, but I, I, ever since I first listened to them, I can't get enough. And third would probably be 
the Cure, uh, I think it'd be hard to knock them past third, but a close fourth would be the story so far, I think. Again, like I mentioned, I've been listening mm-hmm. to a lot of pop punk the last probably 10, 15 years, and those two are still on top, in my opinion. Uh, but what I'm listening to at the moment, um, to no surprise, as we mentioned earlier, but Dance Gavin Dance, um, maybe one of my favorite bands in the world at the moment. I uh, can't wait for their new album in, soon, and um, you know, with everything that happened the last last month, um, I just always find myself going back and listening to them. And yeah, they're such a great band, and they, they've done a lot for me over the last few years. So yeah, I give them a shout out. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to find those bands that you can keep going back to. But like, I'm the same with Be Well as, as Neck Deep. Like, Be Well have been around like two years, but at the moment, they're, they'd be probably in my top three. Yeah, like, I'm pretty big. Some pretty big names missing out in that top three, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure we'll cover some of them though over the next, uh, however long this goes for. But I'm sure we'll cover them eventually. Definitely, I think we will. I've got a couple penciled in. Yeah. <laughs> so um. Cool. All right. Well, we may as well call it off here, and um, we'll uh, catch you guys on the next one. Yeah. See you then. Nice chatting. Alright. See ya. Bye.